The Boston Greeks podcast is here and ready to bring Greekness back. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Boston Greeks podcast. I am Ari and with me is my co-host Foti. How are you Foti? I'm good and yourself Ari? I'm real good man because we have an awesome guest today. Uh, somebody that I've known but more so have heard so much about all the years that we've been involved in the Greek scene. But like I personally, I don't know about you Foti, but I personally, I never like really connected one-on-one with him as much as uh, some of the other people on the Boston scene. Right. But I've always heard about him and everything i heard about him was like straight like amazing just fire right right i mean in the in the before we bring him on real quickly you know during our era of uh in our youth in the music scene the nightclub scene you know music was uh a lot different back then than it is today but we were so proud to listen to the fact that there were individuals like our guests that were actually in the music scene for us being involved in hosting events and nights it was uh it was a pride factor for us as well yeah man i felt like boston was the place to be because of individuals like our first guest but why don't you bring him on we have the honor with us i know he's got a busy schedule i know he's got plans he's traveling you know we'll talk about this too but let's bring on our guest alex also known as we know him as efio logos alex thank you so much for coming on to the show it's an honor and a pleasure what's going on brother honor to be here guys and thank ari what an intro <laughs> well i mean it's it, i mean it's the truth right because like i've known all about you obviously like i always would yeah. hear everything i would hear music that you put out people would be talking about you i could pick out like all the people that i would like be face to face with and i'm like i don't know if i've ever like actually like sat face to face with you at any point maybe we have maybe i was just drunk because i was drunk a lot of the time no, we did. most of our time was spent at events yeah so, yeah, you, so you, were, like, you were a big supporter with the greek boston side and helping my music get out there and i appreciate that and i thank you for it um you know without you guys i i, I wouldn't have gotten you know to, to the place that i have greek boston was very important in and everything that I that's thank great you for that's that. great to hear that, you saying you that. And, but it's like so this is another personal opinion i don't know if this is true or not but sure. You were kind of like almost like mythical to me. Like you were, <laughs> you were from around us, right? But sure. because I because I didn't know you like really well, like buddy buddy, mm-hmm. I would just hear your music, and I was like, I was like, yeah, this guy is like he's like above the stuff we're doing over here. Like this guy's like because a lot of the stuff I would hear back then, like you just you were so perfect. Like it sounded like you were like a legit superstar out of Greece, and I was like, this dude's American. Like how how is it? I I, I could barely speak. To you. <laughs> I appreciate that. And again, it's not just me. What you guys see is the finished product. There's a team behind me. Uh, my team has changed over the years, but back then, give credit where credit is due. You know, Chris Paragias, Greco, Demakos, Thrilla, they were they were a big part of everything I did, you know. And, and again, just like Greek Boston was a big part of everything. Um of all my accomplishments, so were they. My producer, he was my engineer. Arthur spent endless hours online getting the word out there. This is before we had, you know, Facebooks. Our biggest tool, and it was new to everyone, was MySpace. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and then we had the blogs and the message boards. You remember the message boards? Oh my God, the message board. <laughs> the the greatest thing and the worst thing that's ever happened. It was a hustle. <laughs> I mean, it's still a hustle, but it was a real hustle back then. Yeah. It sounds like the it was the link connection that I'm that I'm you know understanding here. <laughs> and having said and having said that, um, Alex, tell us a little bit about your upbringing and where you grew up as a Greek American. Yeah. What, what was it like for you growing up? Sure, both both my parents came from Greece, like in the mid seventies, or in the early eighties. Uh, grew up in Lynn. 
I uh, went to grow up in the Lynn Church. Very, very heavy Greek. Uh, everyone spoke Greek. When I started elementary school, I didn't speak English. Uh, so <laughs> the school that I went to actually had a Greek program. So that helped me out uh, in kindergarten. My teacher was Greek. And actually throughout elementary school, I actually was able to take Greek uh, as a subject. So I didn't take any art programs in all of elementary school. And every day for an hour, we had a teacher from Greece, a Greek teacher, and we would learn. And that, that has a lot to do with where my skill level is as far as like writing and reading and be able to comprehend the language and picking up on stuff. Yeah, a lot of it goes there. And my grandparents, of course, for raising me. Because nice. uh, I was going to say, uh, you know, when I listen to any Greek rappers, but especially <clears throat> if they're Greek Americans, especially if they're from like my mm-hmm. area, I'm like amazed. I'm like, I speak one Greek sentence and I'm like fumbling everything. And I'm like, look at these guys <laughs> flow. Like these guys are from the same place I am. And they, they speak so much more fluid, like just nice. And I'm like, you also have to remember again, like what I said earlier, you're hearing the finished product, right? It's rehearsed. It's practice. It, it's uh yeah yeah that's also that's also you being humble because the (laughs) the finished the finished product that i would put out would be a lot different than the finished product you put out so so yeah it's good to be humble and but but yeah there's a talent there and there's a very very strong grasp of your greek language which is amazing like i appreciate that so uh, so what your upbringing was pretty much like all of most Greek Americans. Most right? of us, yeah, yeah, for sure. What led you? What What was like the beginning part of you getting into music? Like, was it just you? You know, you used to hear the old school hip hop, and you're like, I want to do that, or was it something more specific, or was it what was it? So this is a great question. I've never told this story. Oh, good. So yeah, so I've always been big into music. Uh, hip hop has always been my number one love. I love all sorts of music, especially as I got older. You learn to appreciate more stuff that you don't. When you were younger but always from a young age hip-hop was my thing we grew up in that old school era where there was messages in the music and i was always drawn to that and it's a big part of the music you know that i also make today but as far as how i got into it i was always into it as far as like a fan i never thought of being on the other side of the fence never crossed my mind until I heard what chris and thrilla and stelly stell were doing oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Stelly so, stell. And me and Stells are very good friends now. But back then, I didn't know. We're very close. We're actually working on some projects together. But back then, I didn't know him. And I heard it. I'm like, I could rap better than this guy. What is this? <laughs> so no one's heard this. I think Chris, Thrilla, and Stells might be the only people that know about it. I actually dissed him for no reason. Like, very childish move. Really stupid. But I listened to his record. I picked it apart. And I made a track. Uh, in like my bedroom at the time, I didn't have proper like tools or anything. It was like very bootleggish, <laughs> and we put started putting it on all the message boards. That's and like that's like, like the real hip hop. Uh, <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Uh, and within like I'd say about a couple. I honestly I knew they were working with Chris. I knew Chris, but like in passing, like we weren't like friends. Like we you know like we uh, know each other now. But I purposely left like little Easter eggs in the song. I didn't know if they were going to pick up on it so they could find out who I was. And they did. They figured it out. And Chris got my number from someone and he called me and he's like, hey, man, we're really trying to do some stuff. Like, can you please take this down? Like, I appreciate it from a music standpoint. But can you please take it down? We don't want to deal with the negativity. I was like, yeah, man, of course. Sorry about that. Didn't think about it again. Took it down. Months later, Chris reaches out. He's like, you know, the project we were doing didn't end up going the way we thought. I don't know. There was something with with cells or whatever. I don't know the details of that. And then uh, he's like, do you want to work together? So, yeah. So we met up like at a restaurant. I think Sylvan Street Grill in Danvers. 
<laughs> me and Chris meet there. I rap for him in the car. He loses his mind. He brought some beats with him. We go to the studio, record some songs. And he had a cousin in Miami, Bobby, yeah, yeah. who happened, yep, Bobby Regalos, who happened to be friends with Nivo, with Nico Bugliot. So we record a couple of records. We send it out to Greece. And then before you know it, I'm on a plane to Greece getting gold records. <laughs> wow. From Universal. Like insane. That is insane. That's awesome. That's like a that's like a legit a legit like hip hop background. It's a real story. The thing is, I wasn't trying to, and I think part of why this journey has been so long because that I'm talking like oh five oh six right now. So where now I feel like I'm actually. I know you. Your introduction was amazing. You made me sound like this big great thing. But to me, like I didn't really feel like I had really accomplished anything. Uh, not any. I didn't feel like I was at the level that I needed to be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like all this time took me to get there because having that success all at the beginning really made me cocky. And I thought I was like the greatest at everything. And I <laughs> quickly found out that is not the case. <laughs> That's, it, it's classic. The but it took some time for me to actually realize it. Uh, but I think it all worked out for the best. I think I'm in a good space. Uh, we're making great music. I'm working with names that were only on coming out of my speakers, the people that I knew, you know, in 2014, um, I was really on like a giant hiatus. Like I hadn't done music in forever and just decided to start working on this little beat and ended up sending it to Nivo. And that song is now The Omatia Ble with Panos Kiamos. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, the song, a massive record that still plays. That's so um, cool. It is. Yeah. It's and that, really, and that's, really not, cool. that's something you say all these things and it just sounds so easy. It's like, oh, you know, I, I, I put it some beats together. So I rap for this guy. I slapped some beats together. I sent it over. Now, you know, I'm this big star. But it's like, it's not that easy. You make it sound uh, easy, but it's not that easy. I mean, I've been well, around enough to know that it takes a lot of hard work. Well, there and, were probably and, a couple hundred records before that that were not good. But it is a testament to talent. I mean, you can't be where you are if you don't have the talent. So as humble as you want to be, you, you there's a talent there that us as the audience can hear. Because I've, I've, I've always thought it. And before I got to know who you were, I always was like, oh, this dude's like, he's up there. And like, we're like just doing this like rinky dink stuff. Down in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So you were, so that's how you got into it. Then you kind of said you took a hiatus, you said, for a little while. Then you got back into it. Yeah. we. So I ended up sending him the music for that record. The music, I tried to, to make a comeback at that time. It didn't work out as it had 10 other times. And it was basically forgotten. And then COVID happened and I had a lot of free time. So this is very important, actually. Right before COVID, me and Frankie, who you just had on your show. Yeah. Yeah. We put together a little group. We're calling it Scene 30. And we decided to start bringing artists from Greece. Um, So I don't know if you remember the group Vegas. They were like huge, like 2015, 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, So the lead singer, she's very talented, uh, Melina Maki. She... um, we reached out to her and we brought her in to do a show. It was very successful. And it turns out, I didn't know at the time when we booked her, her brother is like very well-known, very well-respected producer, engineer in Greece. Oh, wow. um, so he came with her. He was her plus one. Him and I hit it off. Eventually, we started talking about music. And then, you know, I, I decided to, during COVID, I built a little studio. He's now my producer, engineer. And it has just completely taken off and gone to levels that I didn't think it was going to go. I'm so excited to share with everybody. I'm so proud of it. And one thing we haven't touched base on, like besides my love for the music, there's a part of me that really, really wants our Greek culture to continue and live on. And one thing that that really bothers me is I I don't see like a a Greek scene when we were growing up. The kids aren't going out. They exist. 
Yeah. It's just not on the level. Like, people don't understand. Remember, like, Christmas night at Royale? <laughs> <laughs> like, 600 yeah. people? Like, insanity. I Like, yeah. where are you going to see that? It was an absolute, like, necessity if you guys, us. If you guys really think about it, there was no other ethnic group that had the city locked down on these big events at all the various different nightclubs. There was no other ethnic group that actually produced what the Greek-American culture produced in Boston. I'm sure other cities too, like New York, Chicago, and so on. But in Boston, if you think about it, there was... I swear, I think Boston was number one in that. Yeah, it was... Every week, every day of the week, if not, you know, weekends, there was something going on besides the long weekends and the holidays. Mm -hmm. And when the holidays came out, we, you know, everyone came out deep. There was like, you know, a couple thousand people at events. Yeah, those, those days will never be back. I mean, th- those that that was like maybe a, not at that level, but we, we, do we were we to... were at the perfect place at the perfect time for the Greek scene of nightlife that we that we experienced. It was nothing before that, and I don't think it'll ever be anything like that after that. Because with technology and with just us sure. growing and assimilating into the culture of uh, the American culture, it's just like, there's no, there's no urgency for us to be that connected to, because back then, if you wanted to hear a Greek song, you had to go to like the club and have the DJ play it. Like you, you had no access to it. We didn't have the yeah. Internet. But you and I both know it's not the same thing. Like it's, it's so, so important. I believe that that time, that time period, those nights, even though to most of us, they're a blur. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're so important to to who we are and and our culture and like that's where I learned about all these artists that some of them I'm working with now you know that yeah. call me yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it's yeah. crazy and and none of this would have been possible if I it was an education it was an education in what I'm doing now knowing all the stuff knowing these artists knowing the music knowing how important they were in the time period and why they're important now it literally was a perfect storm a perfect storm of Greek culture for us. Because like I look at our you know our kids and I'm like they're never gonna understand what we did and no how chance. we did it right <laughs> and it's it's kind of sad it's like I wish I wish my 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 son in the future would be able to experience like that kind of thing but it's like hopefully they'll have their own thing I don't know what it'll be but I, guess, I don't think it's gonna be very cultural we're gonna have to take it to the metaverse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Husky and I were trying to to bring back and bring those fun parties back and get rid of like some of that negativity and some of that bad stigma well, that we kind of left with like remember like the multiple events going on the same yeah. night. Like we want to work together with everyone. Like you know, when I said I was going to do this event, I reached out to everyone that's still involved in some way, and I told them well, I was doing and gave them the option to be involved, even if not financially, if they wanted to just be a part of it. Because right. I just feel like it's so important. I feel like all those, all that hatred, like it, it, it messed up the nights. Sorry, I know you know oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it yeah, messed yeah, the yeah. nights up. It divided people. People were like taking sides. And it's the that had that Alex, that had a big part in. It wasn't the only thing, but it played a major role in me just getting out of like doing Greek Boston. Because I was like, it I'm was just so sick of it. Stressful. It's like, we're coming here to get some stress, not to create more. Right, right. Yeah. You know? So let's talk now. So right now you have something big going on, right? We do. All right. So, so let's uh, talk we, about right now and then uh, we'll yeah. kind of jump into like your future plans. Sure. So we just started promoting yesterday, actually, the new single. It's me with uh, Nico Vugliotti, or some people know him as Nivo, and uh, Isoro Pisti, who's uh, one of the other members of Going Through, which is Nivo's big uh, rap group. We're together on a song called First Class. It's produced by Mark Angelo. 
which like I said earlier is uh, Melina's brother. Um, me, I co-produced it with him as well. The song is just about just living life, man, and having a good time and doing everything, you know, top notch, first class. Nice. Uh, yeah, we flew out. I flew out to Greece in June. It was absolutely beautiful. It was this like mansion in Mati. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, Mati had those fires a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but luckily this area had not been damaged. Just in, the, the place is amazing. You'll see the video, like indoor indoor pools. And this is stuff that you don't see in Greece. Oh, wow. um, uh, we hired, I hired Yanni Papadako, who's like one of the biggest producers in Greece for not only for music videos. He's the most awarded, I believe, for music videos. But he also is a film producer and director. I don't know if you know the Bachelor series that have been really popular in Greece. They actually oh, yeah. have a new one that's coming out, I believe, this week. He, I believe, wrote that and directed it. Uh, so he directed this video. It was an experience, to say the least, <laughs> to be out there and be surrounded by these people that I only see on TV or now, you know. That sounds like an amazing experience. That's it, it, so cool. So, okay, so we're, you're going to give us a teaser and we're going we're gonna to mix that into to this and, and use it in our promotions. And I can't wait. I can't wait to, to hear and see. So that's huge and that's happening now. So it do is. you have any little bit longer term plans? Or are you just going to wing it? Are you just going to see where? Yeah, so we're over the past year, we've recorded probably about 16 to 18 records. Oh, wow. Um, majority, majority of them are, are strong singles that we just were excited to release. You know, it's a new format. You don't do albums anymore. Mm. So we're trying to, we're figuring out how we're going to release them. You know, all the stuff going on in Greece from the fires in the summer to just COVID has really down. We didn't think it was an appropriate time to release anything. So we kind of mm. just waited for things to start to settle down. We thought this was a good time and uh, we're, we're hoping for the best just in time to get it ready for the summer. Yeah, that, you know? that'll be so cool. Uh, what about um, uh, Alex? I'm calling you Alex. No news. That's okay, Alex. Yes, if you lose, but what about um? Do you want to kind of go into? It used to be F.E. Logos, but have we changed sure. the identity? We did, because you know, as we as people, we changed, we progressed. When I came out there, I was really proud of of you know the the word the way I would put words together, and I was really focused on wordplay and lyrics. Not that I'm not now, yeah. but definitely my focus and my outlook has changed. It's not about being cocky and telling everybody how great I am. Though mm-hmm. there is some of that <laughs> that, <laughs> that goes hand in hand with hip hop music, I think. Yeah. Um, so what what I've basically done, we've done something really simple. The new name we go by is NRG which is basically just kind of like an abbreviation or even an acronym, if you want, for my last name, which is Nidianakis. And that's what you're getting in this music. You're getting me. You're getting what I love to listen to, what makes me happy, what makes me feel good. Uh, what piques my interest in, as far as music is concerned. Nice. Uh, that's cool. So now, like that. you go by NRG. 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 Love that's it. awesome. Love it, love it. What about any any thoughts or plans of maybe doing some tours in the U.S. at some point? With, uh, definitely with something we'd love to do. Again, with all these uh, travel restrictions, it's going to be hard. Yeah. Uh, now that you bring it up, I did just get invited, and I, and I am going to do it um, on the 18th, which is the day after the song drops. Yeah. Uh, for those in the Boston area, at uh, the Greek American Political Club. I will be there with Costadinos uh, Nazis. Sorry, they just called me about it. Yeah. With Costadino Nazis. So I'll be opening for him. Um, it's it's going to be amazing. I know a lot of the tickets are already sold. It's going to be a really busy event. Um, it's going to be the first Greek event in a while. I think the last one was the one that we did uh, like a year and a half ago. So it's been a minute. Yeah. Um, everyone's excited to finally go out again. And I'm just really looking forward to it and looking forward to sharing my music with people and talking to people and letting them know, you know what we're doing and nice. hoping to keep it going. Yeah, man. And, you know, uh, we spoke about how it used to be and how we would love to bring it back. Anything you do, any events you do, any teasers, any 
audio, any song, anything that you want to share with us and we put on our platform, 100%, man, because we do this for that specific reason. We want to promote free culture. Absolutely. Yeah, and we, we this is what we want to do. And you're, you're part of that content from Greek Americans that we love. So everything and anything, just let us know, man. Our platform is 100% there. I appreciate that yeah. so much. Yeah, because, you know, it's it's guys like you that are keeping everything going. And if, 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 you, if you guys left it up to me and Fadi, it would be like, Two like old guys just sitting here on the microphone talking. No, man, we need, we need you guys. in front of each other. <laughs> I have a couple of questions again for uh, NRG. You know, yep. growing up in the hip hop scene ourselves, who are some of your idols growing up in the hip hop scene that you really I valued? As? So my top idol, and there's, there's no one that's even a close second, is Jay Z. I was uh, just, man, I felt well. Jay Z is the guy that has done everything that anyone as an artist strives yeah. to do. He's he's covered it all. There's nothing he hasn't covered, and then some. Yeah. He's brought it to that next level and set new new high standards for people to attempt to meet that mm-hmm. a lot of people just aren't. Like he is definitely one of a kind. And uh, when you get into his music, I mean, there's there's just nothing like it. Everything is so in depth and so involved. Nothing is just just to do it. You know, he yeah. every word is thought out, and I appreciate stuff like that. And that's why he's up there for me. I I, I, I second that. I feel totally the same. Um, also, a big fan of Jay Z. I think uh, we're a little older than you. I'm assuming. So for us growing up, you know, icons like Run DMC, yeah, uh, you know, were far were pillars in the in the, the those hip-hop. guys set the stage for everybody. And so, as Greek Americans, though, we were, you know, we were embedded in the hip hop culture, um, especially mm-hmm. when we lived in these urban areas like Rosendale, Somerville, Lynn, Peabody. Um, yeah, you know, it was a big part of our culture. Our culture growing up, you know, you know, growing up in a Greek household, obviously, you know, in the house, speak Greek, eat Greek. You know, go to church Sunday, Goya, Sun, all that stuff. But then once we hit, yeah. the, you know, once we we left the house and we hooked up with our boys and uh, on our schoolmates, lives. right? It was it's a different life. <laughs> oh yeah. And, you know, our parents. I mean, my parents would always, you know, you know, uh, bust our chops because we wanted to wear the gear, you know, the Adidas <laughs> and the running suits and all that. Like, yeah. You know, pupasets. You thought, you know, pupasets. You know, you're not. You know, it's for us. It was an interesting <laughs> upbringing here, and I'm sure, like we said in the Boston. Imagine, Fati. Imagine. When we were young, listening to the old school hip hop and our parents yelling at us, imagine we had an artist like uh, Alex that was bringing it, <laughs> was bringing it to the Greeks. You right? think that would have changed? That could, that could have changed the well, whole. There were artists like that because don't forget, like hip hop wasn't always accepted in Greece, and it hasn't been around there for. I mean, yeah. it's been a while now, right? Right. But not as long as it's been here. Oh, you know, yeah. and there were groups like Imiscubria, and because they were doing kind of like the satire rap. And then you had yeah, FFC, yeah. which was like more serious, and Terex Crew, and those guys were just like they and Nico Vuliot. They Nico Vuliotti is the guy that took. They kind of brought hip hop into Greece, made people aware of it, and Nico Vuliotti made it mainstream. Right. And I think that was like the most difficult thing to do. He made it so that it was appealing. He started doing like hip hop with Anna Visi, you know, with Mazonaki. That was unheard of at the time. They're like, what is this? It's, <laughs> it's so cool on his end that he had that kind of drive to bring hip hop to Greece and he, he executed and he actually did it. And it's also cool on the other mainstream artist side that they accepted it and kind of helped it along too. So it, it's like cool all around. I mean, I know and it wasn't easy as someone who followed it. Like he was always heavily criticized. Oh, he's just a rapper. Oh, he's just this. Like he's a clown. Yeah. Forget guy. But guess what? That guy right now 
is every weekend being flown to Thessaloniki, opening for Karam Plutarch. Like, awesome. what other rapper is doing that in Greece? Nobody. Like, mm-hmm. that's the level that this man is on. And I respect him so much. And he's been, like, such a mentor to me. And he's taught me so much, not only about the industry, just even about life and just... Sure. Yeah, just just so much. And he's, he's just... He really is just a, a great a great person. Well, what, a, okay. what, a, what a great ride uh, for you, Alex. I mean... Yeah, it's so cool. This is, uh, this is great that I tip my hat off to... To you for for the sacrifice I'm, I'm going to say sacrifice and dedications that you probably some, have yeah, push, sure. right um it's not and in Irish talking about how it's not easy to actually cut music but it's also the lifestyle that you have to also embed where you know you're not a you know nine to five or you know you're probably missing out on stuff that other people would normally do because you're so dedicated to what you're doing yeah between this is a full-time job in and of itself but doing right. this and balancing a full-time job and the social life, like it takes dedication. You have to want to do it, you know, and the, yeah. the reward, like hopefully there'll be a reward for there in the future for me. I mean, if there isn't, it's not the reason that I do it. I do it well, because I love it. I do it because I'd rather be spending my time doing this than being out just right. wasting my time and, and not making a difference. Like you, you I, I love the, the fact that there's a possibility that in like, you know, 40 years or something, I'm not going to be around or whatever. And someone's going to listen to my music or someone yeah. in 20 years is going to turn it on and be like, I remember this song and associate it with an important time in their life. Like the yeah, way yeah, we yeah. associate music. Music That's, is, that music is the is- reason that I do it. Not for yeah. anything else. Music is one of the most important uh, well, things about the human condition. Like we need music. Music is is everything to us, and your legacy will live on. So if you never make a penny and nobody listens to oh. your music, you still did it. But I really, really, really doubt that that will ever be the case. Because, <laughs> like I, I said, you're, you're, right, man. you're mm-hmm. on another level that that I always thought was like, yeah, this guy. We, we can't like bring him like to a club here. He's like he's like so good. Like listen to him. And first of all, I think the first time I've ever heard you, mm-hmm. I think if I remember correctly, I thought that you were from Greece. That's how good like your flow was. I was like, oh, this is Greek. They're like, no, no, this dude's from from Boston. And I was like, what? Yeah. I think it was Chris that was telling me. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I was like another life. Oh. But you know what? It's amazing what you're doing. Thank you, you, you definitely have that talent. I mean, it's a testament to your talent that you are where you are right now, that you're dealing with these artists in Greece, that you're flying over to Greece to shoot music videos. Nobody asked yeah. me to shoot a music video because I have no <laughs> talent. So it's a testament to your talent, and it's awesome. And like well, I said before, if if uh, NRG needs any uh, uh, stunt doubles or if he needs any extras in his videos, he can ask you. You got, yeah, yeah. You got always when you when you need somebody to take care of your groupies, I'm there for you. Don't worry. <laughs> Listen, we'll definitely be shooting a video soon in the area. I'll let you guys know so you guys can make it out. Uh, yeah, that would be so cool. So 100%. cool. Well, I, I said it before, and I'll say it again. Anything you do. Any support you need, we have the the website, the app, the podcasts. We're here for you. Anything, because you are doing exactly what we love. You create content. You you create music. Um, You're a good guy. And everybody I know loves you. Now that we get to know you a little bit better, we love you. Especially Fati. Look at him. He has a twinkle in his eye. (laughs) (laughs) But Alex, awesome, man. Awesome. We wish you the best. We wish you all the luck in the world. We hope. We Absolutely hope we hear right. your name over and over again and always uh, reach out to us. Let us know what's going on. Come back on the show. Uh, anytime you have something to promote, we would love to have you. And uh, yeah, I want everybody out there listening and watching to stick around for uh, the teaser that we're going to have and just keep your eyes and ears open because you're going to be hearing a lot from this gentleman. Yeah, Alex, and we just thanks. created all new social media pages, you know, because we changed the name. So it's uh, on 
both TikTok and Instagram. It's at NRG underscore Boston. Really easy. Come find me, follow me, get all the updates on all the new stuff coming out. And we'll also link that in the mm-hmm. in the video and podcast notes. And once more, thank you so much, Alex. Thank you, Foti. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Thank Thanks, everybody it. out there for watching and listening. And we will see you guys next time. Have a good night. Thank you, everyone. Thank Take you. Care, Bye. Peace.